0: retiring at 50, doing some retirement planning at 50, and using a 72T in order to retire early. That's what I want to show you today on the Your Financial EKG YouTube channel. My name is Drew Blackston. I'm a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor representative, and I am your virtual financial advisor helping you get to retirement, helping you get through retirement, and protecting protecting your ability to stay in retirement. I want to use a real world example, a client that I am currently working with. They are retired and he is using a 72T to bridge the gap between ages 50 and 59 and a half because at age 59 and a half, all the rules, all the regulations, all the stipulations on the IRS fall off and you're able to use all of your retirement investing accounts without penalty. Now you'll still pay taxes and that's okay. We need to do some tax planning, but you won't pay a penalty. So if you're wanting to retire early, make sure you watch this video. All right. I got a 52 year old. He is single and he retired at 50. So he's been retired for two years and he's using a 72T on his IRA to bridge the gap for income. Now, His annual expenses are $56,000 a year. That comes to $4,666 a month. Now, keep in mind, he is single, so his expenses are a little lower than a married couple. Now, his current income, he's getting $1,600 from his 72T per month. Now, remember, with a 72T, he's got to take that income for five years or 59 and a half, whichever is longer. So, he's got $1,600 coming out of his 72T, and at 67, we've got $2,579 worth of Social Security we're going to kick on. But right now, we're thinking about, I'm 52 what are my assets? Are they going to make it to 67? Now, and keep in mind, $1,600 a month coming out of his 72T is not covering his $4,666 in monthly expenses. What do we do? That's the plan I want to show you. How do we bridge the gap? We want to retire early. We want to retire at 50. How do we bridge that gap between 50 and 59 and a half? Well, let's look at the assets. So in the bank, he's got $136,000. In his Roth IRA, he has $238,000. In an IRA, he has $648,000. In a non-qualified account, he's got $404,000. A non-qualified account is just a taxable brokerage account. You can put money in, you can take money out, there's no penalty, there's just taxes. If you make money, right, if you have a capital gain, you pay taxes on it, interest, dividends, you pay taxes. If you have a capital loss, if you buy a stock high and you sell it low, you get to write that off on your taxes. Got $404,000 in a taxable brokerage account. I like to call that. A freedom bucket, giving you the freedom to retire whenever you want. 72T is $552,000. So those are his assets. Total assets, $1,978,000. So if I ask the question, can I retire at 50 with $2 million, most of you would say, "Uh, yeah, duh. Of course you can. But it's the strategy to get there. Because if you look at this, the vast majority of his retirement assets are qualified, right? Roth IRA, IRA, and 72T. So those assets have specific stipulations, right? In his IRA, he can't take money out of that under the age of 59 and a half without a a 10% penalty. So what do you do? you do a 72T. Now what is a 72T? A 72T is a tax preferential treatment that the IRS gives individuals with IRAs. So this is for IRAs, simple IRAs, SEP IRAs, or old 401ks that you have rolled over into an IRA. The IRS says, hey, if you're under the age of 59 and a half and you need your IRA to live off of for retirement income, we will allow you to do that without the 10% penalty. But you gotta play by our rules. You gotta do substantially equal periodic payments. What does that mean? The IRS allows you three calculation modes in order to take income out of your IRA. They do the amortization schedule, the annuitization schedule, and the required minimum distribution schedule. The most popular are the annuitization, and the amortization and once you set those payments up whatever that value is that's the value or that's the payment that you're going to get for the duration of your 72T all right now a 72T must last five years or age 59 and a half whichever is longer so if you want to retire at 50 and you start a 72T at 50, you have to take those payments until age 59 and a half. Five years or age 59 and a half, whichever is longer. So if you retire at 57 and you start a 72T from 57, you have to take it for five years. So 58, 59, 60, 61, 62. So your 72T has to last until 62 years old. It does not stop at 59 and a half. The IRS says this, if you screw this up, if you don't take enough, if you take too little, you take too much, you don't take it long enough, yes, you will get a 10% penalty for your distribution in the year that you mess it up. Oh, and by the way, all the previous years that you've taken money out as a 72T, we're going to put a 10% penalty on that as well. So it is very, very important. If you're going to do a 72T, you work with me, you work with your financial advisor, you work with a CPA, or you work with a tax account. You want to make sure they understand what a 72T is. So in this case, we're going to do a 72T for this gentleman to bridge the gap to age 59 and a half. And I want to show you how we do that right now. All right, let's look at the strategy for a 52-year-old with 1.9 million dollars in retirement investing accounts. Now, he retired at 50 and we're trying to bridge the gap between 50 and 59 and a half because remember at age 59 and a half, all the rules, regulations, stipulations, all the laws and the caution tape fall off of your IRAs, your 401Ks and all of your qualified retirement investing accounts. So that you can use Use those for retirement income. Now he's got about two million dollars at age 52 but he's still got eight years before he can use the vast majority of his qualified retirement investing accounts without incurring a 10% penalty. So what we've done is a 72T. Now, in his IRA, he had about $1.2 million. We split that IRA into two separate IRAs. One, we're gonna do a 72T on, and the second IRA, we're just gonna leave Invested, okay, so that we don't have to do the total 1.2 million, we can just set the 72t up for the income that is required. Let's go through the strategy. So he's 52 years old. We've got 552 thousand dollars in his 72t, of which he's getting 1600 dollars a month. That is gonna stay constant until age 59 and a half. That's not gonna change. Not gonna go up. It's not going to go down. It has to stay at $1,600 or he gets a penalty, that 10% penalty today, and it's retroactive for all the years he's been doing the 72T. Now, the money is gonna still be invested in the market, so the 72T is still invested in the stock market, but I wanna do a calculation very, very low on the rate of return that money's gonna get in the stock market. Remember, the market, since about 1950, has averaged 10%, it's actually 8% with inflation. If you go back to the 1900s or maybe even to the 1800s and and you look at the stock market, we've averaged somewhere between six and eight percent with inflation. So when I'm doing a calculation for someone who's in their early 50s and we're doing retirement income planning, you could bet your bottom dollar we're going to go real low on our assumption. So we're going to use a four percent growth rate on the money in the market because I do not want to screw this up especially with somebody who could be in retirement for 40 or 50 years. That's not gonna cover $4,666 a month in retirement expenses. So, we have $404,000 that's in a non-qualified taxable brokerage account, which means he can take money out, he can put money in, he can invest any way he wants. The only taxes he's gonna pay on that money are capital gains, dividends, and interest. So, we're going to make up the income that he needs from his brokerage account. Now, that's $3,057, which is a large sum of money coming out of a brokerage account, especially over a long time frame. Now, he has other assets that we're going to be able to utilize at 59 and a half. If these were his only two accounts, this strategy would be very, very, Um, fishy I don't know if I would want to do this as a financial advisor because we're gonna be taking so much money out of his non-qualified account that we better have some backup money to use once we get to 59 and a half so three thousand fifty seven dollars coming out per month if we average that four percent rate of return on that money in the market the 404 would go to 238,518. You see why I'm a little concerned if these were his only two assets? Now, we have other retirement assets. We've got about $2 million, so this is okay. This is more like bucket planning, but if these were his only two assets, this is something we'd be seriously talking about working longer, not using this strategy so at 59 and a half his non-qualified brokerage account goes to 238 518 and we're going to stop it we don't have to use that anymore if we don't want to His 72 T's at 574,350. Now, outside of those two assets, he had a total retirement portfolio of $1.9 million. So we had about 900,000 that was being used for retirement income between the ages of 50 and 59 and a half. Well, the other million is still growing. Those portfolios, those accounts, are more moderate growth portfolios because we're not using them for income. So they don't have to be as conservative as the accounts that we're using for income. So at 59 and a half, his other IRA account would be worth $574,000. His non-qualified, which we just talked about, would be two thirty eight. dollars His IRA would be $985,119. His Roth, $361,000. And the bank, $136,000. So he have a total assets of $2.2 million, almost $2.3 million at 59 and a half, which is why, now that those 10% stipulations have fallen off, now that he can use all his retirement assets for retirement income, if I were to ask you the question, hey, can I retire at 60 with $2.3 million, you probably would not click on that thumbnail or watch that video. So for him, the big concern was bridging the gap from 50 to 59 and a half, and that's the strategy that we used. Keep in mind, if you're gonna use this strategy, Work with a CPA or a financial advisor who understands 72Ts, okay? Understands it. Because there's taxes that are involved and there's rules and regulations that you wanna follow. And hey, listen, this is a retirement EKG. This is a financial EKG that we do for clients that you need to make sure that you're gonna get to retirement through retirement and protect your ability to stay in retirement. If you want an EKG from us, go to the description below. There is a way to get in contact with us and we will do a financial EKG for you to make sure that your retirement plan can last through no matter what economic certainty is going, uncertainty is going on. Have a great day. Thanks for watching. God bless. Bye-bye.